This is the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook. My name is Brian McKinley, and it is my honor to be speaking with one of the newest members of the Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame, Charlie Cadu. Charlie, welcome back, and congratulations. Thank you, Brian. Glad to be back with you. So, how does it feel to be a new member of the Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame? I, I still can't fully get my head around it. Uh, when I was called and told that I was going to be inducted. Well, first of all, the, the, uh, as you know, the hall of fame was kind of put on hold for a while, mm-hmm. uh, for several years, uh, owing to the pandemic and what other factors came into play. Uh, so when I got the call and said I had been inducted, I, I was floored. I told Sue Zizza, who, who's the person who contacted me to tell me, Maybe to paraphrase myself, I I really wasn't expecting that because I did not pursue a career in radio. And she told me that that really the uh, uh, the the requirements for 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 uh, making it kind of cover all media. Hmm. So I meet the bar that way. We didn't talk about this at all in my uh, uh, other interview with you. Uh, but when when uh, she says all media, well, the media that I wound up making my mark in or stain, however you want to refer to it, <laughs> uh, was uh, the fact that I uh, spent 33 years at Mad Magazine, first as a writer, and I and my uh, collaborator, Joe Rayola, wound up being hired a few months later, to join the editorial staff. Uh, We started at the beginning of 1985 and were there until the end of 2017 when the company uh, picked up and moved to Burbank, California. So if you are broad enough in your thinking to count mad as part of the media, uh, that's, that's why I'm in. Well, well, I, I think there's definitely a, uh, a significant cross-section of people who listen to stations like WRHU or WVHC and people who follow Mad Magazine. I think there's, there's, a, there's a broad audience there. Absolutely. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, when I was a student, Mad was sold in the, uh, in the student bookstore along with uh, uh, you know, all the other magazines that were out that time for those of you who remember magazines mm-hmm. and i i will tell you uh that lessons i learned at wvhc helped fine-tune by by being on the air and just hanging out in the office with all those great funny people helped elevate my level of humor uh and i'm sure there were some things that were uh, uh initially said uh, on Hofstra Radio by me that really did make it into the pages of Mad. Uh, Joe and I had worked on a uh, a comedy show that was produced primarily at WBAU, which at the time was the Adelphi University mm-hmm. radio station. He was a student at Adelphi. I was a student at Hofstra. And... Uh, a little bit of the production for it was done at WVHC, and eventually the program, which was called Chowder Hotel, did air on both stations. And, and it occurred to me the other day that may be the only time an original radio production 
uh, was aired on on both college radio stations at Adelphi and at Hofstra. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I can't think of anything that that would have been done. Perhaps something's been done in in recent years connecting them, but uh, very interesting. So, so this induction into the Hall of Fame. Obviously, you're talking about your career at Mad Magazine and and all the creative things that you did. Where does this rank among your career accomplishments? Well, it's it's incredible. Um, again, when when it's something that I don't expect, yeah. Or if it's something that 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 I'll, I'll use the you. If if it's something you don't expect and it happens, well, it's an incredible surprise. It's it's not like I've been sitting here, you know, uh, uh, drumming my fingers on the table, saying, "Well, when are they going to induct me?" Huh? huh, huh? <laughs> uh, because I never, I, I I just never expected it. So it, it just comes with with you know, uh, uh, surprise and 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 joy and wonderment. So since your graduation, which has been it's been a couple of years. But what's your relationship been with Hofstra Radio since then? My relationship with Hofstra Radio is still appreciating it, uh, shaking my head at how great and uh, uh, modern in terms of the technology, uh, even though there was a communications department at Hofstra, both the radio and the television, and there was also a filmmaking Mm-hmm. part of the communications department, but all of them were not state-of-the-art, to put it mildly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were all just a little bit behind. Now, in having visited other radio stations at, at the time, I, I don't want to be putting down any any aspects of this, our equipment was a little long in the tooth, but it wasn't it wasn't antiquated to what I saw at other radio stations I happened to visit. Hmm. So maybe all those places were, were a little behind the times. But but to go into a a, a radio station now that's state of the art, you'd think you're in in uh, NASA mission control. <laughs> it's just banks of computers and and screens. Uh, uh, before the interview, Brian and I were, 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 were talking about it, and I said, you know, I don't think a computer of any sort ever was in the little theater basement where, where, our, where our, our studios were. It, it's been that much of a shift. We were doing it the old-fashioned uh, way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I, I identify myself as a proud analog American. Very nice. I think there's something to be said for, you know, having that equipment that might be secondhand or might not be the best. And you have to get real creative in order to make the things that you hear in your head. And just the same, when you do have the tools that today's students have, the possibilities are, are somewhat limitless. You can you can be super creative. So I think there's a there's a positive aspect uh, to both situations. And uh, it's nice to see that that you have an appreciation for both, and I, I imagine over the years you've you've kept in touch with with members of uh, the Hofstra Radio community that you met along the way. Oh, absolutely! And 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 to go back to your uh, uh, previous question about my relationship, my 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 relationship is is basically one of incredible pride. Mm. 
I feel so proud of the radio station and, and of all the, uh, the students that have passed through it since I was there uh, and, and what they have and what the station's leadership has done. Bruce Avery, certainly to be uh, uh, mentioned as, mm-hmm. as, as a uh, great successor to Jeffrey Krause. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whose life at the station, he was a lion at defending it. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just happy. Whenever I am out on Long Island, I will uh, uh, flip my car radio to 88.7 to see what's happening. They still don't have the, the reach. I mean, I live in Queens and I can't pick up the station myself. Now, you might say to me, well, Charlie, you could listen to it online, streaming. But I'm I'm that kind of old-fashioned guy. I don't even, that, that, that doesn't even enter my thinking. Mm-hmm. But maybe now it should. You, you are an analog American, but I suppose you're, you're, you're open to other things. You're open to considering. That's right. <laughs> um, so April 22nd is the big night. What are you most looking forward to then? I am looking forward most of all to seeing a lot of my radio station friends that I have not seen in the flesh in years. Uh, I mean, we are all connected through social media uh, and maybe very occasionally we'll, we'll speak on the phone or, uh, you know, communicate via email. Uh, but to actually be there with them will, will be a wonderful thing. I think back to the last major uh, Hofstra radio anniversary, and that was just a fun night. As was the the one before that that I attended. What what do we do these every ten years or so? But to get together with all those people, I mean, we had the 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 dinner and the and the speakers and just sitting at the table and having fun. And then when it's over, we just went out to the lobby and we're hanging out in those the, the big sofas they had there. And you know, none of us wanted to go home. Hmm. <laughs> it was just, it was just that great to be with these wonderful people again. Again, in advance of the big night, are there any people that you would like to thank or acknowledge or remember at this time? I, 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 I want to thank Jerry Layton, who now lives in Florida. As I said in the last interview, he was uh, my uh, announcing teacher uh, at the station when I first got there as a freshman. And uh, someone I don't think I mentioned in the last interview also was uh, someone named Janet Pearl, hmm. who had been news, a news reporter and then news director at the station. Uh, she was great. My, my great friend, Steve Graziano and, and Linda Day leader uh, and George Musgrave, who, who will be there on the 22nd. I oh, have great. confirmed that. Great. Uh, already a member of the Hall of Fame. And I'll tell you, there's there's some I don't I, I don't know if they, they they might listen to this online or hear about it. There's someone I, I would love to locate, uh, a woman named Debbie Brown or Deborah Brown, although Brown is probably not her last name anymore. Uh, she was there for a few semesters and was involved with Hofstra Radio. And I uh, would love to hear from her. And of course, Jeffrey. The, the the main man, uh, uh, the, the guy who made that station, uh, put it on the road to what it became. 
Uh, he worked with what he had, as you said, and made it work. Something else I'll point out is uh, there's a lot of talk these days about diversity. Diversity in the media, diversity here, diversity there. Without even using the word diversity, Hofstra Radio is diverse. Mm -hmm. It was diverse when I got there. It was diverse while I was there. And it was diverse when I left. Uh, It presented so many different points of view. Uh, It it represented so many different uh, ethnicities, races, I guess I'll say. And and if someone came in and said, you know, I want to do a show about this. And it was something that we had never... uh, covered before the the uh, uh, station manager uh, the general manager the programming director would say yeah let's try it I think WVHC then and and now as WRHU is a great model for what it's like uh, uh, to be diverse mm-hmm. and and you know in 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 retrospect realizing that I, I you got to feel good. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, I, I, I don't look back on anything and say, oh, we, that, that was a misstep by us. That was, we shouldn't have been that way. We shouldn't have done that. We, we were, we have been good for many, many years and are still good and will continue to be good. Amen to that. Yes, yes. I think there's there's so many wonderful voices, and that's that's part of the the fun thing about doing this project for me is is hearing all these different people from from different eras and bringing so many interesting things to uh, to the conversation. So so Charlie, on behalf of the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook and the entire Hofstra Radio community, again, I want to say congratulations and thank you for taking the time to speak with us. This has been fun. Brian, thank you so much. This is a, a, I can't tell you how appreciative I am of, uh, of this honor. So thanks for talking with me.